All right, everybody, welcome to the episode of the Fresh Hams Podcast. Welcome to episode 62. Today we'll be talking about the Netflix film Army of the Dead. Now, I can guarantee you everybody in this call right now has not watched the film besides me. Now, if you're wondering what that is, it's basically a zombie movie by Zack Snyder. Now, along with the Snyder cut and all that deal with Warner Brothers and and not letting Zack Snyder uh, do the film the way he wanted to. He also had this film idea, and um, Warner Brothers wouldn't allow the movie to even be greenlit, wouldn't allow it to be made. So Netflix was the one that said, sure, you can make your movie. Then We don't give a shit. And honestly, the movie's not bad. I mean, it's not the best movie in the world, but it is pretty entertaining to watch. I mean... If you don't have anything to watch, I mean, I recommend just watching it. Because why not? It's a good film. It has Dave Bautista. If you want to see Drax fight zombies, here you go. Just, just, just a little something for you. So, movie starts off with a military convoy, which is leaving Area 51 with a mysterious little thing that they're transporting. Uh, and while this is all going on, we got some newlyweds. Uh, that are driving, and so the wife, the new wife, decides to give her husband a blowjob while driving. What? Huh? Yes. Yes. Multitasking. <laughs> now, I'm thinking, if you're the husband, wouldn't you want to pull over to the side of the road and just completely mm-hmm. get it on instead of just take the blowjob? I mean, like, you're in the middle of, like, the desert it's not like you have anywhere to be right now it's the end of your wedding night just just bang one out in the back of your car but no they continue and so as the driver is about to come he runs into the uh the military convoy and ends up making them crash which in result makes the zombie escape when the zombie escapes he ends up just killing all the uh military people there so there's two thoughts right here. One, why isn't the road closed off the whole way to where they were supposed to be going if they had that important of a thing? And two, what happens? What happened to those zombies, like the military zombies? We never saw what happened. Why was there a, full, a fully fledged sex scene? This is cringe. I made it in zero now. We said All right. But if you notice something on the zombie, he has military dog tags, which probably hints at the fact that the zombie was made at Area 51. Like, it was a military soldier that was made into a zombie. The government was probably trying to make an elite soldier, and they ended up making zombies, which I can probably see happening in whatever comes next in this universe. But the convoy's name was the Four Horsemen, which is the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse. So keep that in your head, because... I'm going to talk about that later in the film. So next... Disease. No. So next, the zombie arrives at Las Vegas. I mean, what happens in Vegas literally just does stay in Vegas until the end of the film. So he starts attacking people, and then that means more zombies, and more zombies start attacking Vegas, and Sully Vegas is being taken over. But all while this is happening, a Liberace impersonator sings Viva Las Vegas by Elvis... And so, during this, and so for a second there, like during all this fight, there's a scene 
where you can actually see snacks Zack Snyder filming uh, the film in like a mirror in one of the in the background, which is actually pretty cool. Zack Snyder said that the production crew was going to take this out, but he said no, just keep it in there because he wanted to be in the film. So anyway, eventually our main zombie Zeus, after the uh, Greek god Zeus comes across the Olympian Hotel, which we see later in the film is his home. You know, Zeus, Olympus, there you go. But um, next we see, the next we cut to the zombies in Vegas. I guess some time has passed. Vegas is completely surrounded by a bunch of shipping containers, which makes the border of Vegas. And there's just a giant sea of zombies everywhere. And so while this is going on, we see that Dave Bautista, Scott Ward, who was an ex-military agent and a couple other people, help go in there and they find some surviving. Like they're in the end, the butt end of their mission where they went in there and they found some uh, survivors and they're taking them out and they, they escape last second and they end up closing off and closing the seal of the zombie Vegas invasion permanently. So now Scott works at a little diner called Lucky Boy, and so Bly Takanawa shows up. Who, if you don't remember, if you don't know who he is, he's the actor of the recent movie we just broke down, Mortal Kombat. He's the guy who plays Scorpion. He's been in a lot of other films, but that's what he's most known for right now. And he he offers him fifty mil fifty million dollars of a two hundred million dollar cut. Cut. He goes, hey, if you go into my casino in Vegas right now with a team, you get $50 million, and you got to go get my money for, from underneath the casino. There's a there's a vase. Not a vase. There's a, a – what's it called? Where's money held at, at a bank? Uh, uh, in the vault? Yes, in a vault. Correct. It's hidden in an underground vault. And so he goes, hey, if you go get your team to go get the uh, – money you can have a cut of it you get 50 million dollars and this all has to be done before uh they they launch a bomb i mean a nuke on las vegas because the president has decided to deal with this problem by dropping a nuke on the uh on las vegas on july 4th because he says it would be very patriotic now it would be i'm thinking what happens if you drop the nuke destroying the border and it doesn't kill the zombies what happens then uh that doesn't need to happen yeah i mean like plot structure doesn't as as long as there's zombies and guns it's a good movie mm-hmm, yeah 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 no no logic obviously plot structure or like any any good writing doesn't need to happen yeah obviously obviously so next, Scott puts together a team with two of his past members from his group, uh, Maria, who is one of his lovers, and Vanderho, who, if you notice, has a alpha tattoo on his chest, over which overshadows what happens later to him in the story. We meet a locksmith named Diet. Let me get this right, name right. Dietir, that's probably incorrect, but I don't give a shit. Who helps unlock the vault later in the film? Uh, I wouldn't even do that for the money. Okay, can I? Am I the only one who would seek that, but not do that for money, Jack? That's pretty wealthy amount of money you could get, though. In and out. Yeah, 
But also, just running in to get it mauled apart. Yeah. It's not worth it. Mm-hmm. I'll sit over here with my life. <laughs> and also, it's going to be nuked soon. It's going to be nuked soon. And what if they just move the nuking up? Yeah, that's a possibility. It's not. It's stupid. We also have a YouTuber named Guzman. Who... If you were going to go in there, why would you just, just take all the money for yourself instead of getting paid from the guy? <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty reasonable. Also, part of this team, we have Guzman, who is a YouTuber that kills zombies on his YouTube channel. Um, what? Yeah. We also, That's literally it? Yes. That's pretty funny. We also have, like, another female that he, like, works with. I mean, she doesn't really do much in the film. She dies. You mean Guzman from friggin' Fortnite? No, I don't mean him from Fortnite. Uh, we also have Martin, who was one of the... One of the people that works for Bly Takana, and he actually has a, a secret uh, task by Bly himself, which is to get a, a zombie head, an alpha zombie head, so they can u- use it to be sold for money, which because it's going to be used for a lot of money. So there's an normal... alpha zombie head? So there's normal zombies, which are pretty generic, and then there's alpha zombies. Those are the more intelligent zombies like Zeus, and they're a lot faster. And so the logic from the movie is the only way you can become an alpha zombie is if you get bitten by an alpha zombie. But if not, you just, be- you just become a normal zombie. So uh, next. Class now. Okay, class. so the name of the safe, which is translated from, I think, German. I don't, I don't, I don't want to try to pronounce the name of the safe. Actually means downfall slash rebirth. So that's also something I want to talk about later. Just keep that in your head. While they're planning the heist, we get they like they come up like it's like a it's like in TV shows or movies like when they're planning something and they go through it in their head. But like same thing happens and they do like a little circle shot of all of them, which is like referencing what happens in the Avengers where they do like that little circle shot where they team up together. Uh, that's obviously what that's from. But it gets interrupted by Diatir because he starts talking about the safe and all that. And so they're going through this mission. So as they're uh, getting led into the city by Lily, who's one of the ladies that works at the uh, camps, That's because there's a lot of camps around Las Vegas, which is people stuck there. And so I think they're being like quarantined, but they just end up getting stuck there. We also see Scott's daughter, Kate, who who's at one of the camps just to help out. And so she is... Uh, She's actually going in there to look for a lady named Jita, who was some mother that was her friend at one of the camps. She's noticed she's gone missing. And so she she's literally like the only person in here that goes in here like with nothing. Like she literally goes in there with nothing. Everybody else prepared, has guns and all that. She just walks right in there. And it's amazing how she's like the only person left alive at the end of the film. That honestly just like surprises me. Like that, that's like me saying I get like all excited, not excited. I get all packed for my Boy Scout troop, like camp out with everything I need. And then one kid just shows up and wins like a merit badge with who brought nothing. I mean, as much as, much as that would happen, that that's kind of just annoying. And then, and like throughout the whole film, Kate's just generally annoying. She, I just, I just find her annoying. Uh, so in order to get, I'm a beagle. In order to get through the city, 
Lily offers up Cummings, who's basically just a guard at at the uh, little sections outside of the uh, the city, like the camps. Who's just a dick? Who we saw earlier in the film uh, argue of Kate and Jita. She offers him up to the the bride, which is the name of Zeus's wife, obviously. And so that's how they're able to walk through the city. Is like it's kind of like a peace, like a peace treaty right there. She offers him up, and he ends up becoming a zombie, and we see him later in the film. Anyway, so... Wait, who they offer Cummings, some, like, just guard that's an asshole. And so... The so whole, then the zombies like them now? No, they're just not going to mess with them unless they mess with the zombies again. So, while this is all going on, Zeus is watching from up top, on top of the Statue of Liberty that's in uh, Las Vegas which I don't know why it's in Las Vegas, but it is in Las Vegas. So yes. once they reach Bly's casino, they split up into like different groups. So Dieter, Vanderhoe, and Guzman go down to the little uh, vault. And so when they get down there, they actually notice like a bunch of skeletons that have like the exact same clothes as their team and like accessories. And Vanderhoe just like makes a joke out of it going, hey, we're stuck in a time loop and all these different people are us from different times, but we're the only ones that finally got through because Bly keep, kept failing. Now, actually, that could be true because we're getting two more installments to this universe, or it's most likely just what it is, a joke. But uh, anyway, they're able to get into the safe and they find like a shit ton of money. A pretty weird joke. Yeah, pretty weird joke, I know. But uh, when Martin is off with Lily, he ends up finding the bride and trapping her ends up cutting off her head and putting it in his backpack, which again, which he needed for, uh, cause that's his, that's his own thing that he's doing in there for Bly. But L Lily doesn't agree with this. And she's kind of like, you just, you just killed a zombie. They're not gonna be happy. But, uh, while that happens, the body comes back to Zeus somehow. I forgot, but he ends up finding her body. I think, yeah, he ends up finding her body when he's like out on patrol and he ends up coming back to the Olympian, starts screaming and like crying basically. And so while all that's happening, basically opens up her stomach and he, in his hands, we see like a little zombie baby fetus and it was alive because, but then it dies. And as it dies, you see like this blue glow from inside the zombie baby fades away. Cause we see like a lot of the blue aura from zombies later in the film. But that makes me think, that not only are the like the alpha zombies so advanced that they can reproduce. How does zombie sex work? Is it like um, is it like old people? people? Is it like oh, old, they just spit on people? <laughs> is it like old? Uh, no, I'm telling you, it's probably like old people sex, where it's like really wrinkly and slow. I I generally think that's how it's done. That how that's, do you know what? How do you? Know. What? Mm -hmm. No, I just figured it's like. You know, the zombie's ripe. Mm, if the zombie, if the zombie is ripe, how would you know if the male zombie is ripe? Hmm. How wrinkly would that be? Like, just it's just wrinkles touching each other during zombie sex. It's but like zombie she <laughs> You wish you but It's like having sex with a gogurt. What? It, it just doesn't work. We love pansexuals. <laughs> pansexuals. All right. Anyway, 
<laughs> anyway, while Scott and Maria are talking, because everybody's about to escape because they finally got the uh, safe undone. Uh, so, like, as a result of Zeus finding his wife dead and his now newborn dead, he sin- he ends up deploying all his troops because he goes ape shit. And so, while Scott and Maria are talking and everybody's getting ready to, because uh, they're all grabbing the money right now and they're all getting ready to escape, um, the zombies come up into the hotel that they're in, Bly's hotel. And as Maria walks away towards the elevator, can we see this from Scott's point of view? The zombie comes up in front of her, snaps her neck, like they turn her head the opposite direction, snapping her neck, and her spine actually pops out of the neck, actually. Yeah. And she dies, and when she dies, that unleashes a bunch of Scott's rage. And he basically just beats the shit out of a shit ton of zombies, which is pretty cool to watch. Meanwhile, Zeus and Vanderhoe are fighting one-on-one, which is, like, kind of pointed at how, like, a lot of times in shows and films, like, when two leaders are butting heads, they'll tend to fight each other to see who's the top dog. Oh, and this also points to, like, the Alpha and the Omega. They fight to see who becomes the one with the other. And this points to how later in the film, Vanderhoe ends up becoming the new leader of the zombies when he we see at the end of the film so and then the film vanderhoe is locked in the vault by Dieter. he's and so scott escapes in a helicopter with peters the po- helicopter pilot that we, that's also on this team and they're able to escape thanks to lily because lily uh when martin wasn't looking she took uh the queen's head and so she's using it as bait for zeus to come to pay attention to her while they escape on the helicopter, which they do, and she just drops the head off the side of the mount, uh, tower that they're on, and it just turns into Play-Doh, basically, and applesauce. Play-Doh, no, no. And Zeus just just kills her, you know. I mean, who wouldn't? And then as as they escape, Mark, uh, Scott realizes that he has to go save his daughter, and he realizes she's at the Olympus, probably looking for Greta. Again, I swear to God, the daughter was annoying. No offense to the actress, but your character is annoying. Just like Sonya Blade in Mortal Kombat, annoying. Or Omegle. I'm yes. About Omegle. Omegle. Or Omega, which it is. Uh, I, I remember. Omegle is annoying also. No, it's Omega. Omegle. No, it's Omega. Omegle. No, it's Omega. Omegle. And they call her Omegle. They call her Omega. And it's that's that only not only is that annoying, but her but her herself is annoying in Bad Batch. She like it's that and it then it and it, there's just certain things in like films and TV shows. There's certain people. What do you mean? It's called Omegle. There's certain people in shows and movies that annoy me. Like one of them is Sonya Blade, and right now in this film, it is Kate that annoys me because she just makes the plot go. And it, <sighs> Okay. Anyway, so Scott goes to save her at the Olympus where she's at. And so Zeus appears over there. They start to fight. But before Zeus appears and starts fighting them, Cummings, who was uh, sacrificed earlier, we see now as a zombie, starts to attack them. But Scott is able to just shoot him and just kill him. And so they are able to escape. And last minute, as they get into the helicopter and they fly off, Zeus jumps off the building and into the helicopter. And all while that's going on, Martin, he's he's just walking off doing his own thing because he's about to be rescued, where he thinks he's going to go to the helicopter to just leave. But he takes a second and 
checks his backpack to see if the head's still there. And it wasn't because, mind you, when they were all back at the safe, uh, Lily switched out the head for like a typewriter or something or something that counts money, like that machine. And so when he's just stuck there, uh, like looking at it from behind, we see the zombie tiger, which we saw earlier in the film named Valentine just comes and just kills the shit out of him. Now I'm not going to lie. The zombie tiger looks pretty fucking cool. Like if you watch this movie, the zombie tiger itself looks cool. So Martin dies. And so as they escape, they're having to fight Zeus. Scott is. And so during this fight, Scott actually gets bitten by Zeus, but eventually Scott just shoots Zeus in the face, killing him. And while they're flying away in the background, the new bombs, Las Vegas, pushing the helicopter out of control, making them crash. And in the crash, uh, the pilot dies. And then Kate and Greta somehow survive. I don't know how the fuck Greta survived. She's just in the background, annoying as shit, just in the background. And again, Kate is still alive, bitch. And so uh, they have a... Scott and Kate have like a little come to Jesus moment at the end saying, Hey, I'm sorry. I killed your mom. Cause she turned into a zombie. Cause we see a flashback in the film where he had to kill her. Cause she was a zombie. She goes, it's fine. And we see them mend their relationship, which was broken in the beginning of the film. And she ends up having to do the same, which he did to her, his wife. She has to end up killing her father because he is now a zombie. And so that's where the film ends. And so every time, and I mean every time, and every time from now on, and every time we have done this, when we've broken down a film, I always give you an underlying theme. As hard as it is to figure out that underlying theme is for the film, here we go again. The underlying theme for this film is the ending is inevitable, and you can never stop the end from coming. So basically, the, what that relates to here is, one, the safe name referring to how... Do, uh, what's it called? The downfall, which is the downfall of all the zombies in Las Vegas, and especially Zeus himself. But there is going to be a rebirth, because after the whole events of the film, we see Vanderhoe is still alive, because he was in the uh, the vault in Las Vegas. Somehow my man survived a fucking nuke. Who the fuck knows how. And he escapes with all this money, and then he goes and gets an airplane, and he flies like a jet, and he flies to New Mexico. And then he starts to feel a little whimsy, and when he gets in the bathroom, he realizes he's bit. So that points to how, even though all the zombies are killed, there's another, there's now a rebirth of zombies. But personally, I think the fact that he's not going to be a zombie in the next film, because of the mere fact that he's been going walking around for like six hours, and nothing has started to affect him. So I'm thinking, when he got hit with the nuke, that just basically just stopped the virus from continuing. Because I mean. That's a lot of gamma radiation on somebody's body that should be dead. And so I'm thinking by the fact that he got hit bit by a zombie that stopped him from dying also. So I'm thinking that also stopped the zombie bite, but it could go any way in the sequel if it ever happens. And so another way this another thing that relates to the theme is the four horsemen, which is the name of the convoy from earlier in the Bible and in everything lead to the four horsemen of the apocalypse and the apocalypse is the end of the world and right here the zombies and the four horsemen that lead that zombie which eventually will lead to the inevitable end of the world here with the zombies
So there you go. Now, also, if you pay attention to the film, there's sometimes some zombies that are actually robots. And Zack Snyder said, he kind of, he kind of correct. He was like, yeah, that's true. There was robots in there that are uh, put in a zombie. They're put in there to make, be made look like zombies. So it's making me think that is this the government watching the zombies, seeing what they're doing, trying to gain more evidence about uh, about them, trying to figure out more about them? So it makes me think, did the government employ Bly to get all this done, to get that head so they can figure out all that stuff? See? We, you got to get thinking, boys. You got to start thinking. And so also, not only with this film, we're also going to get a prequel show. Both of these things are going to be in Netflix. A prequel animated show called Army of the Dead Lost Vegas. And a, a live action TV show called Army of Thieves showing Dieter, the guy who was able to get into the uh, safe from earlier in the film. So I know both of you boys didn't watch this film, but from what you've heard, what do you think of the film? What do we think? It sounds, it sounds like a zombie. It sounds like a zombie movie. It sounds like a zombie movie. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Javi, what do we think? What do we uh, think? It sounds it's, honestly it sounds interesting. I like it. So I like I like the the vibe of it. You know, robot zombies, mm-hmm. alpha zombies. Uh huh. Zombie, yeah. zombie, surviving a nuke freaking thing. Mm hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's a zombie. That's a zombie movie. Yeah, that's that's a zombie movie. Uh, but pretty solid. Pretty solid. Yeah, pretty solid. It was it was a pretty good movie. So on the Joshua scale, I'd have to rate it a three point five, maybe a four. Pretty good film. I mean, it wasn't great. It was kind of long, but it was it was pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, I mean, maybe I would watch it again, but not really. Not really. No. Not like how I religiously watch Marvel films and stuff like that. Or other films. It's, it's a religion to watch Marvel films now, I guess. Well, it's a religion to watch Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> but other than that, thank you guys for listening. We're going to be putting out a new episode over the Avengers film, finishing up our Phase 1 rewatch. And then I think we'll be doing Invincible, Loki Episode 1 breakdown, Bad Batch, The Modoc Show, and some other things to come for you this summer. So uh, stay tuned. Thank you for listening. Have a great day.